Uh, good morning, guys, and God bless you, and a big happy new year to you all. It's great to see you this morning. If I haven't wished you a happy new year yet, um, um, I say it now to you, happy new year to you. Uh, it's lovely to have you here, um, and it's lovely that you've joined us this morning. I was saying before in prayer and communion, what a, be- what a great way. Is there a better way than to be able to come before the Lord on this day? Um, and to worship him and to thank him and to praise him. We all declare, you know, that everything we are and everything we do is because of the Lord. And how beautiful to spend the first day of the year worshiping the Lord together. The first day of the year saying, Lord, this, not only this day, the first day, but the whole year is yours. And it's timely that we sung, you know, I surrender all. Because this is what it is, you know, everything we do, we come because... Um, we, we do it for the Lord. So I just think it's beautiful. Every few years we get an opportunity to worship the Lord together. And perhaps if I looked around the room, I'd see varying degrees of tightness this morning. Uh, maybe varying degrees of, um, of the amount of sleep that people have had this morning. Yet you came. Yet you came this morning. And you, you, know, you may have felt the urge to keep sleeping through that alarm but you know you came praise the lord and i think that's a testament to you know your desire and your heart to always want to put the lord first and god bless you for doing this and god bless you for you know for your commitment and your um you know your love to come and worship the lord together uh, as a church oh there's there's different things in my heart that i want to share this morning there's different things i'd like to communicate with you um, some, some part of me wants to just talk to you like, you know, just a, a conversation with you and just sharing with you. Uh, another part of me is prepared something to share with you as well. Um, I don't know, you know, I just want to just, I, I, guess, I guess it's an opportunity to reflect as a church as well. It's an opportunity to do some reflecting as a church. Um, you know, I look around in the fellowship, there are many seats not filled, there are many people who are not with us this morning. And I say to you, I say to them, like I say to you this morning, I love you guys. You know, I love you guys because you're so, you're so committed to the things of the Lord. You're so committed to um, you know, loving God, being faithful to Him. You're so committed to one another. Um, you know, you care for one another. I see it. We see it. We observe it. You know, you care for, for one another. You care for times and places that I can't, I can't care myself for because it's not that time and place for me. It's a time and place for you. And, you know, really thank the Lord um, for you and what God is doing in you and through you. Uh, and I pray the Lord continues to give you strength to do that this year and that together we serve the Lord together uh, this year and we continue to do his will uh, this year as well. So continue to love each other. Continue to love one another. Take into this year a great love for one another. Don't let um, unforgiveness or don't let bitterness and don't let, um, you know, what someone did, don't carry that into this year. You know, love each other this year. Love is the way Christ loved us. And uh, I believe that will continue to bless us as a fellowship. And we see wonderful things uh, in the Lord. Let me pray. Let me pray and ask the Lord's blessing on today, uh, his word, and uh, what what will be shared. Father, we thank you, Lord God, as we've ended one year and we start another year. We come to a God who never changes. We come to a God who is the same yesterday and today and forever. 
And it's you, Lord God, that I want to talk about today. It's you, this unchanging God who, who um, brings all that we need as we, go into next, as we go into this year. Father in heaven, I pray that our eyes can gaze and be fixed upon you, Lord God, today. I pray that our hearts can be warmed and turned to you, Lord God, today. That, Father, nothing else distracts us, nothing else we think about but you today, Lord Jesus. As we come and think about entering a whole year, the, the unknown for many of us, Lord, but yet the God who never changes. And we thank you for this. We thank you, Lord, that you are the same. We thank you, Lord, that you provide for us. We thank you, Lord, for your love and grace and mercy that you give us. And from young to old, Father, you are God and you are good. And, Father, you continue to care for your people. Father, the enemy comes, but you are a God who the gates of hell cannot prevail against because you are good and strong and faithful. You are th- and we are thankful for this. And we pray this morning that our hearts are open, that our hearts are ready to listen to what you have to say. We pray your blessing upon us, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I was imagining this idea of people sometimes, if you're anything like me, like, you like different things. I like going on a hike. I enjoy going on hikes. And um, imagine, I can only imagine someone who's about to, you know, someone says, oh, let's go on a hike together. And the person gets really excited about going on a hike together. And they've got really no idea about what's, what's involved. And they just go and grab a little 300 mil water bottle. And they grab some old runners in the cupboard, you know. And they just bring a pair of shorts. And they yeah, what's, how, bad, how hard can a hike be, you know. And they just they grab everything they can, a bit slapdash. And they just jump on board. And they go for the hike only to realize that they start off really enthusiastically. And then, you know, a kilometer in. And, oh, this is hard, man. This is really tough. And, you know, two kilometers in, you think, oh, why did I even choose to do this? And they've run out of their water already. And, all kinds of things, and they just get completely exhausted, and they just run out of steam, you know, because the whole thing was they entered into the ER, they entered into this hike enthusiastically and with all the things in mind ready to do it, but without the right preparation, without the right um, mindset or heart, or if you like, for as Christians, the faith and the truth of God to set them up in the right way. Rather than rushing into the year and thinking, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and this is what it's going to be like, and, it's going to, and I'm, going to do, I'm going to make sure this gets accomplished, to stop and pause and remember. And this is what we're going to do this morning, to stop and pause and remember. What is it that we need to do really? What is it that we really need to do to prepare ourselves as we move into the new year? You know? Who is it that we need to make sure that we have right uh, and is right in our own hearts and uh, his truth and, and our relationship with him and making sure that we do the right things, if you like, and be prepared in the best possible way to enter into the year because like a hike, you don't know what the conditions are going to be like this year. You know, you don't know what the weather's going to be like this year. You may not know. The terrain may have changed a little bit, you know, but what is it that you need to do now to best prepare yourselves? And maybe throughout 2022, you did a lot of thinking about different things. Maybe you did a lot of thinking about your faith and your love for God and your, where, where you were at with the Lord. And maybe today, maybe today in this year, is now the opportunity and the time to get things right. You know, to get things right. Maybe you did a lot of thinking about the Lord and maybe you're contemplated all many times. Should I give my heart to Jesus even? Maybe you came close to that last year. You heard messages after messages and you sat there and your heart was stirred and you thought about it and you let it go. 
And maybe today the Lord is, now, maybe now is the opportunity where you think of this, about this and you think about moving into another year and you can go into it just hoping that what you have is going to keep you going. But, but maybe now the Lord is saying, you've thought about it a lot. Now, now today, even today, it's time to give your heart to the Lord, to give yourself to the Lord, to give your, to give your life over to him and to trust him with it. And to trust him with, with your life. And, 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 to, and to, to stop thinking about this. And rather making it the opportunity to make it real for yourself. So you can enter confident knowing that your relationship with him is where it ought to be. So I want to share some verses this morning with you that I hope will encourage you as you think about this and you think about the things of the Lord. And, and like a similar to I did last year, I just want to, uh, last week, well last year, yeah, similar to, to that time, I, I want to... Um, um, just share, share just kind of a few different verses here and there and, 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 and hopefully encourage you as you prepare yourself moving into, um, into, into the year. So I want to start with John chapter 9, a bit of an unusual spot um, that I want to start with. But um, I want to just, just for a moment have a read of this man that we know the story of this man that was born blind. And um, Jesus came to him and he was... He was um, Jesus was speaking to him, and then, then through the conversation and through the act of, of, of Jesus, um, he was made whole, he was able to see, and of course he came across some problems because the people of the day weren't happy with what they were seeing and what they were observing, and he, had, he started to have the conversation with the leaders of the day, and they weren't kind of pre- prepared, they weren't prepared to, to really believe what was going on, and they were asking his parents, is this your son, and, and, all, these, and all this, what should have been a very simple miracle, <laughs> You know, a very simple thing. Jesus saw someone, he was blind, he loved him, he healed him. Go, go and tell the world. Became this big hoo-ha, this big complication. You know, and it shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't be like this. And yet this simple faith, he made me well. <laughs> he made me well. You know, that's all I know. He made me well is the faith that I want us to have this morning. You know, this, let's not complicate it this morning, this faith. And listen to what Jesus says. Listen to what the Bible says here in John chapter 9. And I'm just going to read two verses to start us off. Verse 32 and 33. The Bible says this. Um, this, is the, this is the man that was made well. This is what he says to them. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone should open the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And it's an interesting statement. He says, listen, look what you've just seen. He says, since it's never been heard before, it's never been heard from the beginning of time that God or anyone has been who has been born blind has been made whole. So if this man that you're telling me is not of God, well, I'll tell you, if he's not of God, he can't be doing these things because what he did was an absolute miracle. It's never been heard of before. This is the God that we serve. It's never been heard of before perhaps never been done before. And this is a God that we go into the new year with. And I've been thinking about this idea of, of the God who makes things new. Because, you know, we, do, we often do this at this time. We think about new beginnings. We think about new things. We think about new ways. And I've been thinking about this idea of a God who does new things and new beginnings for us. And it doesn't mean that God does it now. It doesn't mean God starts it now. 
It's not like you've got to think, okay, New Year's Day, let's start new things. It's not like that. But it's the time that we often reflect about these things. And I want to share with you, perhaps over the next few weeks, a little bit about this God who does new things and the way he's able to create new things and the way he's able to establish new things, the way he's able to take things that are old and it is not hard for him, even though it has not been heard ever before. It's not hard for him, even if it's never been done before. It's not hard for him to make it happen, to make it new. It's like this man. And I want to talk a little bit this morning about a God who does new things. Because this is the God that we serve. And next time I share with you, I want to talk a little bit about new disciplines or new habits that we can take into the new year. And if God wills, after that, I want to talk about something that's close to my heart, and that is renewed relationships. Because as we go into a new year, we need to have a mindset and a heart that says, what is it that needs to be renewed, even in my relationships? And perhaps if God wills, we'll look then at new opportunities. And what does 2023 bring us? But this idea of new things and, and a God that, that does things that can't be done, things that haven't been done, because this is the God that we serve. And we take this into the year because we believe with all our hearts, God is a God who does great things and new things. And I think it's good for us. I think it's good because if we're ever going to take a time to reflect, we should always be reflecting on our lives. I do it a lot. I'm sure you guys do it a lot. I feel like I do it all the time. Maybe even sometimes I feel like I do it daily. But we're always reflecting on our lives. We're always reflecting on how God is working in us and how God wants to do things through us and how things can be better in us. And that's good. You should be always doing this in your life. You should always be reflecting on things in your life yeah, and how to... How to, how to what God is doing, how to bring your faith where it ought to be. Um, but it's also important because it means that as Christians, we're always prepared to live lives in an authentic way, in a genuine way. There's probably not too many things that stir my stomach and unsettle me as much as a Christian or a person who calls themselves a Christian who lives in an inauthentic way, someone who's not authentic in the way they live their lives, that they are just words to them. They are just um, you know, a, a life, not a lifestyle, but a kind of part of their life, and they don't really make it everything in their lives. And so God is calling us all the time, all the time to be reflective and to be, have lives that are genuine, authentic lives as Christians. That when someone looks at us, they not only hear us say that we're Christian, but they also know that we are by the way we live. So God is a God of new beginnings. And if you reflect on your life for a moment, as I reflect on my life, and you think about people in your life, Many, many people all the time are trying to make good changes for themselves, aren't they? Always. People are always trying to make good changes for themselves. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And they'll turn to many, many things to make those changes. And whether it's certain books or certain groups or certain ways, I'm not, and I'm not suggesting these things are bad, I'm not saying they shouldn't be doing this. That's good if they're trying to make their lives better and they make, to get their, they're trying to create change for themselves. These are good things. But if you think about it, people desire change. 
People desire to see things change in their lives. It's a very sad state if someone gets so stuck in their ways that they're not prepared to change. It's a very, very sad thing when something should be changing in their life and they're not prepared to change. And they think, I don't, don't, don't talk to me about this. I don't want to change this. That's a very sad state. But for, for the most part of people, people, when they identify something in their life, they want to change. But it's in how they're going to change. And people set out on so many paths to create this change. They seek out so many ideas and so many people and so many ways to create change. But the truth is, brothers and sisters, change is hard. That's the truth. It is hard. And it is particularly hard when it's without the Lord. And so what you'll find is often people make a lot of promises. And because they'll make a lot of promises, but they can't keep their promises, and so they often find themselves breaking promises. And sometimes they break promises because it's beyond them. What they want to change is beyond them. They need the help of God. And so it's not unreasonable for people to break promises. It's not right, and I'm not justifying it, but I understand why people break promises because they have not found the freedom and the liberty that is in Christ. They are somehow still trying to hold on to themselves and trying to hold on to doing it their way because they don't want to give their life to Jesus. They like like just to see some kind of modification of their behavior without faith. And I get it when someone says, oh, I tried doing this, but I just keep breaking my promises. Well, I I understand it because by nature, you're going to be a promise breaker. But how beautiful it is we serve a God who makes change possible. We serve a God who says, I don't change, but I make change possible. In fact, I'm absolutely committed to your change. That's what I'm all about. I'm all about making change. I'm all about transforming you. I'm all about bringing liberty into your lives. I'm all about breaking the the bondages and the addictions of life. I'm all about that because that's why I came. So, so while we 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 live in a in a in a nature that is it's 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 sometimes so difficult to see change, the thing we most desire. Sometimes we we serve a God who is all about change, and this brings hope, brothers and sisters. This brings faith in the true God and the truth about him. And that's what I want you to go into this year with. If anyone can change you, God can. If anyone's going to do it, God will. And that's what I want you to take into this year. Because even consider the words holy. What does that even mean? It means lots of things. But one thing it does mean is this. He's not like everybody else. So when you say holy is the Lord, you're not talking about some human master or some human counselor. You're talking about a God who is holy. He's unlike everyone else. So if anyone's going to do it, God will. When you say things like he's Lord of lords, why do you say that? Because he's not unlike everyone else. When you say king of kings, because he's, like, he's unlike everybody else. Yes, the king can help you and the Lord can help you, but he's not just Lord and king. He's king of kings. If anyone's going to be able to help you, he can. So we go into 2023 with this faith. We serve a God who can. We serve a God who is able 
We serve a God who doesn't give broken promises. And we serve a God that we don't have to live with broken promises. We serve a God who restores the promises we once made. And listen, we also go into 2023 loved by him. Loved by him. Come on, my beloved. Come with me into 2023. We go into the year loved by him. How do you enter this year, brothers and sisters? Do you enter into this year with this hope? If today your hearts and minds can shift even slightly to what I'm saying, to the faith that we have in the God of hope and the God who creates change, then I'm happy. But how do we enter into this year? Do we enter into this year with this hope? Or have we already entered this year feeling a little bit maybe defeated? Unexpecting. Unexpecting. What's going to be different about this year? How is this year going to be any different? Or even unbelieving. But I want to turn, by God's grace, I want that to turn around this morning. I want us to put our hope and faith not in the old, but in the new. The God of the new beginnings. The God who can change things. Let me read these verses out to you. I want you to listen and reflect on these verses. And I want you to think about what's similar about all these verses. Yeah, just reflect on them for a bit. Let me read to you and you reflect on them. What is similar about these verses? Once upon a time in the history of mankind, there was nothing on this earth. There was nothing. It was just void. It's just darkness. Before God did anything, he existed. He existed. And he knew what he was going to do. But there was nothing there. He didn't need something to make anything. There was nothing. It was void and it was dark. And what seemed impossible, like this man who was blind, what seemed impossible and never been heard of before, never been done before, something that is impossible considered into the, entered into the mind of man, there God, there God was with darkness. It's like this man who was blind in darkness. And in that time and in that place, the Bible says this, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And then God said something. He said, let there be light. And there was light. God took what was dark, God took what was void, and he created something new out of nothing. What seemed impossible, illogical, God took that. What seemed like nothing and made something beautiful and he made light. He took darkness like this blind man and he made light. And he brought this in and he says this in the word I believe. One of the reasons he says this is to create in us a hope and a faith to believe. God doesn't need anything to create the things he has to do. It says that God is the God of new beginnings. God does things because it's new and he does it because it's him. And he does it because he is able and he can. And if God's going to do it, brothers and sisters, this year, if anyone's going to do it, God's going to do it. So he takes what is void, maybe what you're feeling, entering into a new year. He takes what is dark, perhaps maybe what you're experiencing into this new year, and he does one thing. He makes it new. He says, let there be light. I don't see God sitting there thinking, how am I going to do this? It's the God that we serve. And then you fast forward all these years later and Jesus is born and he's got his ministry. And he's talking and he's sharing. 
And he meets a man called Nicodemus. And he says this to Nicodemus. He says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, John 3, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Again, he does it again. He takes something that is old, and he says, I'm going to make it new. And now I say to you, you must be born again. He took what was dark, and he made it new. And God does this because he's the God of new beginnings. He created this earth and he made it new. He began something beautiful. He took an old life. He took an old man and he said, you've got to be born again. And he made it beautiful because this is what God does. He's a God of new beginnings. This is what he does. And what we do this morning is we bring our sense of defeat or exhaustion or, or, or unexpectancy and we bring before the Lord and say, Lord, I am prepared to confess to you and not going to enter into this year with the same idea and the same attitude, but rather with faith in a God of new beginnings. Because you take a, a, you take a non-existent place and you make it new. You take an old man and, and you make him born again. And then you fast forward even more into the last book of the Bible, Revelation, and we saw it up on the screen before, Revelation 21.5. Then he, that's the same Lord, that, the same God who created back in Genesis, and right through to Revelation, then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. How beautiful is that? And then he said to me, that's John, he said to me, write, for these words are true and faithful. And this is, the, this is part of the key, because we can declare we're God who makes all things new, like he says here. But are we prepared to write it on the tablet of our heart, that these words are true and faithful? And we go out into this world, we go out into 2023, believing these words are true and faithful. And so God takes his word and all these, or just these, just these verses alone. He takes them and he shares them and I share them with you because I want us to go into this year believing in a God of new beginnings. He makes all things new. So when this man came across with Jesus, I can imagine that in his own heart, the possibility that he thought, because people might have told him before, sorry, sorry man, you know, no one who's been born blind before has ever, ever, ever been able to see. Imagine he carried that with him all his life. And then he came, a God of, he came across the Lord of new beginnings. And he says, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. And that's why later when he, said, he meets Jesus again, if you look at verse, um, uh, verse 36, he says, oh, verse 35, and Jesus heard that they had cast him out and when he had found him he said to him do you believe in the son of god and he answered and said who is he lord that i may believe in him and jesus said to him you have both seen him and it is he who is talking with you and then he said lord i believe and he worshiped him that these words are true and faithful I can go on and on and on about a God of new beginnings because this is the God that he declares himself to be. Let me read you another verse, Isaiah 43. Listen to this. Now, this is an interesting verse, and I just want you to reflect on the character of God in this, yeah? The character of God. I'm not going to talk about the context of it. I'm not talking about specifically who God is speaking to here, but I want you to think about the character of God in this verse. Okay, you get that? He says this. Do not, remember the th- do not remember the former things, 
nor consider the old things. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall shall spring forth, and you shall know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Isaiah 43. Consider what God is saying here. What's his first instruction to them? (laughs) Listen, it's so important. Because the temptation is to do this all the time as Christians, or in life anyway. What's God's very first instruction to them? It's this. Do not remember the former things. Is it interesting? Stop. Don't think about the former things. Don't think about what happened. Don't think about how it doesn't change. Don't think about how it never worked. Don't think about the former things. Don't think about what happened last year and what someone did to you or what what occurred to you and and bring this same fear and worry and, and level of being unexpected into this year. He goes, do not remember the former things. Why? Not just so you can block it out of your mind. No, because he wants you to replace it with something better. He says, uh, nor consider the things of old because, because behold, I will do a new thing because I'm a God of new things. Now it shall spring forth and you shall know it. I'll even make a road in the wilderness. What does that, what does that even mean? Like he's going to make a road in the wilderness because the path that seemed unwalkable I'm going to walk it. And rivers in the desert. Where on earth am I going to get water in the desert? Where I feel so dry and thirsty. Where am I going to get that? This situation is dried out. It's a desert. He goes, I'm going to put rivers in the desert. Because this is the God of new things. That's full of hope, brothers and sisters. That's full of hope. But he goes, I don't want you to remember the former things. That if today, listen carefully, if today with all your heart you say, Jesus, I give you every part of me. I give you my life. I'm prepared to trust you with every part of me. The things that seem dried out and the things that seem still kind of hanging in there. If I'm prepared to give you every part of me, I trust you not with my circumstances but with my life, then you're a God of new beginnings. You're a God who, who brings roads into wildernesses and, and street, rivers into deserts. In fact, um, in fact, if you want to, I'll, I'll get you just to turn to one verse with me and then I'll, I'll start to wrap it up. Because it's a beautiful psalm. Um, in fact, you, know, you might want to go home and just read the psalm itself, the whole psalm. Um, there's just one verse that some of you will probably be familiar with. Um, that in the context of what I'm sharing this morning, I want you to reflect on. Psalm 65, verse 11. And the Bible says here, uh, the psalmist says, You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. And the valleys are also covered with grain. They shout for joy and they also 
sing. Because this is the God, again, who does this. What he does, he covers the year with his goodness and he makes his paths drip with abundance. And so the one who says, Lord, here is my life. I give you this path. I give you this way. God's the promise of new beginnings. And God says, okay, give it to me and I'll make it new. I'll make it new. And if we, our hearts can turn in faith towards the God of this, and rather than continue to resist him and think, look, what difference is it going to make if I do this? No, brothers and sisters, this is the lie that will move into the new year, but rather the belief and the truth that God is calling us to give him it all. So let's start this year, brothers and sisters. Let's start this year with putting our faith in the God who makes all things new. Remember that passage in Ezekiel? Again, think of the character of God in this. Ezekiel 36. I will give you a what? A new heart. Maybe today you're sitting here and you're thinking, I don't think my heart's new. I think my heart's old. Maybe it's old for two reasons. One, because you've never given it to the Lord. And it just stays old. Doesn't matter how young you are, or old you are, your heart's just old because you're living in the old way. Or maybe it's old today because you're losing your trust in him. You're failing. It's a draining. Your trust is draining out, and it's old. But he says this, I will give you a new heart, and I'll put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone. Oh, my goodness. Heart of stone. Does your heart become a stone? Or is, the heart, is, a heart, is your heart a stone? Remember this, again, just think about the character of God and what he's doing here. I'll take the heart of stone out of your flesh and I'll give you a heart of flesh where the heart where Jesus dwells completely. That's not what it says. I just added that bit. And I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and you will do them because I will do a new thing. I will take the heart of stone. I will put a heart of flesh. I will give you my spirit. And guess what? Then you will not break promises. Get it? You will keep. You will keep my statutes and you will keep my judgments. that's all I really want to share it's a God of new beginnings and I want you to consider this morning what is it that you really really need to change what is it that you want to take with you into the new year and what is it that you need to leave behind you know like I don't know if those of you have have flown before you know sometimes you get to the airport and and you have to go through that security check and what do they ask you to do? You've got to empty your pockets and your keys and your belt and all that. And how many times maybe you've forgotten something and you've been beat because, you know, because you've forgotten something. And same now. We're entering into a new year. Get them out. What do you need to leave behind? Don't try and stuff something in the corner hoping you'll never get caught. Something that's dangerous for you, risky for you. Something that's not going to help you. Something that's unnecessary. It's not needed. Get rid of it. Get it off yourself. Get out of it. Leave it behind. Get it out of your pockets. Don't try and stash it somewhere. What do you need to leave behind? And enter freely, safely into the new year. 
What have you changed already? You started changing. And maybe there's a bit of discouragement because it's not going the way you're hoping it would go. No, be be renewed in the God who is of the new beginnings. And let the Lord continue to guide you and lead you this year. Let the Lord take you by his hand and walk with you in the hike, if you like, of 2023. And let's keep trusting in a God of new beginnings. Let's pray. Let's ask the Lord's blessing on this year, on our lives, as we put our hope not in ourselves or what we've tried before, but in a God who makes all things new. He takes today uh, our hearts if they are troubled and he gives them peace. He takes today our hearts that might be um, um, in bondage and he sets them free. He takes what needs to be taken in order for us to become like his son. But this morning I encourage you to think about this idea of a heart of stone. Maybe you've been thinking for a while, do I give my heart to Jesus or not? I don't know, maybe you've been contemplating. You know, when do I really just give my heart to the Lord? I know, I listen all the time, I think about it all the time, but I keep resisting. I get close sometimes, I get close, but I never say to Jesus, Jesus, I give you my life, it's yours. Maybe, maybe, brothers and sisters, maybe, friends, today is the day where you say, that's it, I'm prepared to do it. And if that's you this morning, I want to pray for you. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Don't think, oh, I'll wait till next week. Again, if you've been stirred and you're, you, sometimes you get close and you choose not to, today, today, call upon the name of the Lord. Enter into the new year as a new person. Go with the right equipment, if you like, the right preparation for the new year. Go hand in hand with the Lord as your Lord and your Saviour as your Father who cares for you. And today, if your heart is weary, I pray that you put your faith in the God of new beginnings. Go into the new year expecting, believing, hopeful. And God who does all things new and makes all things new. Let's sing together. Let's rejoice in the Lord and pray and seek the Lord.